The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Now, after looking a bit lost earlier in the year, the gold price is punching back thanks to inflation fears at a time of record low interest rates. So by the start of June, gold had posted a 30-day gain of US 140 an ounce, or 8%, to climb back over US $1,900 an ounce, or almost 2500 Aussie dollars, would you believe? Now, the renewed price strength of the yellow metal means that investors are again switched onto the sector, with decent exploration results again getting a warm reception when announced. We've got a new entry in the exploration stakes today, Mount Munger Resources, a company focused on the WA goldfields, as its name suggests. It is in the process of raising $5 million from an IPO at $0.20 a share. At the issue price, Mount Munger will have a market cap on its ordinary shares of $8.5 million on listing, which means there is plenty of leverage to any exploration success by the company at its Mount Munger Gold Project or its East Laverton Gold and Rare Earths Project, for that matter. Now, the Mount Munger region is centred about 50 kilometres northeast of Cambolder and has been producing gold since the 1890s and continues to do so today, with Silver Lake's 1.2 million tonnes per annum Randall's treatment plant within one kilometre of Mount Munger Resources tenements. The monster St Ives Gold Camp of South Africa's goldfields is also in the region. And it has to be said that another company on the ASX, Lafroy Resources, has created a bit of a buzz in the region recently with its high-grade Burns Copper Gold Porphyry Discovery, a unique type of find in WA goldfields, it thinks. Burns sits five kilometres from Mount Mungus Tenements, and it's worth a mention that Lafroy was a 20-cent stock before the discovery. It's now $1.22 for a market cap of 150 just emphasising there, highlighting there, I guess, the uh, leverage to exploration success in the eastern goldfields. Now, up at the East Laverton Project, about 70 kilometres from the township of Laverton, sedimentary cover has inhibited exploration in the past, but previous exploration for diamonds and uranium has suggested the potential for the type of rocks hosting the big Tropicana gold mine in the Fraser Range. Now, we have Mount Munger's Managing Director, Lachlan Reynolds, with us today to give us a rundown on the new company and its projects and its plans. So with that, I'll say good day to Lachlan. G'day, Lachlan, and thanks for your time today. G'day, Barry. It's a pleasure to be with you. And of course, hello to your listeners. Great. Now, being a new company, it's uh, nice and clean, so uh, it should be a straightforward uh, story we've got to tell. But I think we might start out, if we could, Lachlan, with a bit of a professional background on yourself, just so the listeners can get a feel for where you come, off, come from. Well, happy to, Barry. I, I'm uh, a geologist by background, and um, most of my career has been in exploration geology. Um, I started off, like so many, with Western Mining Corporation right. uh, back in the early 90s, and I, I cut my teeth in the eastern gold fields. In fact, uh, both these projects that Mount Munger holds are, are actually in old stomping areas of mine. Um, my very first exploration project was located out to the southeast of Laverton, 
um, on the edge of uh, the edge of civilization out there, and I, I uh, very fondly remember uh, working out in that part of the world. Um, and likewise, uh, WMC was obviously very active um, in the Kalgoorlie region, and, and I, I lived and worked there uh, for about five years. Um, I've, uh, I guess, uh, in quick summary, uh, I, I've although I've been in exploration geology, I've been both on. Uh, the spectrum from greenfield projects uh, right through to operating mine sites. Um, and I've been fortunate in my career to, uh, to see uh, the process go from exploration to actual mine development, both open pit and underground. Uh, and I've had expertise across a, a fairly wide variety of commodities, um, gold, of course, uh, but also nickel, uh, quite a number of copper projects and also in the uranium sector. Right, okay. A real depth of experience there, and you've got the the WMC brand there somewhere on the body. Uh, That's right. I, <laughs> I, I regard that as uh, as being a, a really good training ground. You know, I, I um, certainly at, at the working for WMC has um, has given me a depth of understanding. I think of of uh, the way things need to be done uh, to make sure they're technically correct, and and mm-hmm. of course support any development project that uh, that. Uh, hopefully we can um, discover and advance. Right, okay. Now, uh, let's start out with Mount Munger, which uh, at this stage, I presume, is the uh, flagship project. Uh, the company's been um, ahead of the IPO, uh, quite active in consolidating the ground position in that area, which has been a problem in the past, I guess, with a systematic type of an exploration approach. Tell us what you've got at Mount Munger and what you're hoping to find. So, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, there, there has, well before I got involved, there, there was an organic process of uh, accumulating a ground position there. Um, it started with my fellow directors realising that there was some prospective ground available, uh, which they pegged. Um, and then through contacts they have in the industry, uh, we've been introduced to a number of holders um, around that original uh, tenement. And so that has now grown into a contiguous area uh, comprising uh, about 11 tenements uh, across an area of approximately 100 square k's. And as you mentioned in your introduction, um, you know, this, is, this is obviously a very prospective area. It's uh, got that long history of gold uh, production um, now, being, uh, now being obviously exploited by Silver Lake at their operations. Uh, we are very close to their mill at Randalls, um, and our ground covers uh, prospective greenstone geology uh, associated with what's known as the, the Yindalguda Dome um, or the Mount Munga um, antique form. Um, it is a prime location for mm-hmm. uh, finding gold, and indeed there are a large number of historical gold occurrences that have been worked up by previous explorers. Um, I think the big exa- uh, big advantage we have is that uh, that we've been able to put together this consolidated package, and um, I'm also not going to downplay the the impact that Lafroy have made. Uh, again, as you mentioned, it's it's injected a bit of excitement into the Mount Munga region, uh, but I think you know from a technical perspective, what it has highlighted is that there is a great deal of value to be derived. Um, from taking a close look at some of the historical prospect areas that may not have been adequately tested in the past. 
Mm, okay. I was just going to ask the uh, strategy there. So um, initially, at least, uh, you'll be focusing on some of these, I think, Duchess of York, Hick Hickman's Fines, Kiakas Soaks, those uh, old historical uh, yes, projects. Yes, that, that, that's absolutely right. Uh, the Duchess of York is a key one for us initially. Um, that has a, a historical resource on it, which, of course, is non-JORC compliant. Um, but it's um, it's of particular interest given that there is clearly a gold mineralised system there um, and our intention is at, at, uh, as, as quickly as we can post-listing to mobilise an RC percussion drill rig to that prospect and uh, do some both confirmation drilling on the existing uh, mineralisation, but obviously we would like to um, extend that along strike and down dip. Um, and given that, given that uh, you know, nearly 30 years has passed since the original work was done on some of these prospects, uh, we also have considerably better coverage as far as the geophysics, um, and I think also a better understanding of uh, gold mineralising systems in the Yilgarn, so uh, certainly some new ideas to test um, that weren't around when that area was originally being drilled. Mm. Um, and uh, extending that logic, uh, there, there are also a number of other prospect areas throughout the tenement package where historical drilling identified interesting results and uh, typically in shallow drilling. And uh, I think the job is really ahead of us to try and extend the understanding of the mineralisation in those systems. Hmm. So do you have a, a near-term production focus or are you going to step back and uh, test the full potential of some of these prospects? Well, look, we, we, we're certainly starting off as an exploration company. Uh, I, I think that, um, well, I guess I can't be sure as to where success is going to come. Um, and certainly our intention is to try and test a number of targets uh, to make a discovery that has uh, that has the potential to turn into a viable resource, um, exploration um, is is a game in which you have to have flexibility. Uh, I think that if we start to see some significant results, uh, then we will be able to quickly turn our efforts uh, towards expanding that and and building a resource. Um, and I think it's it's uh, certainly a feature of the market at the moment that. Um, that companies are being rewarded for for making those discoveries and then proving them up as being um, of interest as a as a future development, uh, and we do have the luxury of being close to established mining infrastructure, which means that we can probably uh, we can probably look to develop and create some value out of um, a resource of almost any size. Mm, yeah, true. Okay, uh, we've. Both mentioned Lafroy and the Burns discovery. Um, obviously, it's early days there, but are there any uh, impacts in on your geological thinking on your own tenements? Well, clearly, yes. It's it's something um, geologically fascinating, and uh, again, as you mentioned, it it appears to be something quite unusual um, as far as gold mineralisation in the Yilgarn goes. Um, and in particular, we, you know, I have a background in uh, iron oxide associated systems, and so. Uh, the information that Lafroy has published to date uh, makes this uh, that whole area uh, you know, particularly interesting from a technical perspective. Um, obviously, we would like to uh, take some of the new ideas that are being generated by Lafroy's work and apply them to our own ground, given the proximity of of the areas. Mm -hmm. um, 
more broadly, though, of course, we, we know that there is mineralisation more like the Salt Creek deposit, which was um, originally discovered by Integra and then uh, taken um, into production by Silver Lake. Uh, I mean, that deposit was eventually in the order of 500,000 ounces, um, so very substantial in its own right and supported the Randalls Mill. Um, we obviously would love to find uh, a more classic uh, Greenstone-hosted uh, deposit like that as well. Yeah. Mm, okay. So multiple uh, avenues open, opening up there on the discovery front. Absolutely. When we talk about a production history at Mount Munger, how recent was the last production there, uh, other than um, the Silver Lake operation? Uh, are we talking a, bun- a whole bunch of historic mines along the... Yes, of course you are. There's, there's, there is, of course, the Daisy Milano complex, uh, Salt Creek itself, um, and then further to the east is the uh, deposits also being mined by Silver Lake out at Maxwell's. Um, and of course, many of those areas have gone through a, a, an evolution from open pit to underground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes to, I think it just serves to underline uh, the overall prospectivity of the region. Um, and indeed, the fact that gold occurs in a number of mineralized styles. Uh, some of them are, are particularly high grade. Uh, and that uh, would certainly be of interest to us as an explorer. Mm, okay. And the plan is, uh, I think you said earlier, to get in uh, earlier as soon as the IPO is uh, up and away? Yes, well, that, that seems to be the order of the day. This is the, uh, the, the first question the brokers are asking is, uh, do you have a drilling contractor? Yeah. Uh, obviously, at the moment, um, you know, activity is very intense um, here in Western Australia and, and getting a contractor is not always easy. Um, but we, we have spoken with groups and, and we um, are liaising basically just in terms of a timeline. So um, uh, all, all things equal, uh, we, we're hoping to get active very quickly after the IPO. And the, uh, it's not the, the biggest raising we've seen, $5 million. Uh, you're not being greedy at all there. Um, but it's, it would be sufficient for what, two two active field seasons, two years? Or? Correct. We, we, we think that we can support at least... Uh, two years of uh, of quite active exploration, mm-hmm. uh, and yes, we, while while it's not the largest of raises, um, we in in consultation with uh, our lead managers have have decided that it's it's probably more attractive to investors to uh, keep the capital structure very tight, mm-hmm. um, and we think that 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 obviously will be attractive and um, uh, to investors coming in, and it gives us a great. Uh, position to work from in terms of of improving the overall uh, market capitalization uh, assuming that we're able to uh, to generate some success yeah absolutely okay um, now East uh, Laverton or Laverton as we'd say in Melbourne uh, what have you got there prospectus talks of large-scale potential and similarity of the rocks perhaps to Tropicana now, to quote Pauline Hansen uh, please explain so uh, I, I, the beauty out at East Laverton is that uh, there's there's really been so little exploration over the years that uh, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of blue sky as they say there there is certainly a lot of opportunities for us. Um, as I mentioned, I, I've worked out in that part of the world, um, and I'm I'm very familiar with the fact that there are uh, there's quite extensive cover, um, and it has proven a barrier to explorers in the past. Um, I'm quite happy to admit that it, it's a much more conceptual approach to to exploration out there. 
Um, but we do have some areas where we have access to ground for early stage drilling. And there are a number of features out in that uh, package of tenements that we've taken up uh, that give us uh, some some confidence that there is both gold potential, but also um, uh, there could well be other styles of mineralization out there. Uh, we know, for instance, that there was some work done uh, that highlighted the fact that there were some rare earths um, that has never been followed up. And we are not that far away from uh, from Mount Weld, obviously, and, and the uh, world-class rare earth deposits out in that part of the world. Uh, we know, for instance, that there are some uh, so some nugget patches which remain completely unexplained. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is clearly gold in the system out there. Uh, we know that there are some some substantial structures with uh, with huge strike length uh, that have really only received uh, a fairly superficial test in the past. Um, and so uh, I um, I think that we have the scope there. Um, by applying some sensible and uh, uh, some intelligent exploration targeting uh, that we can come up with some really exciting targets. Um, as I said, there, there are also some existing geochemical anomalies uh, that are untested by drilling. Um, what little work has been done does suggest that there are rocks uh, that have some affinities to the uh, Tropicana style. Um, and I'm also... Um, uh, I'm also not closing my eyes to uh, to other deposits uh, like Gruya and so on, uh, which occur out in that district. So uh, there are some large mines, not least of which are the ones around Laverton itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, our our effort will be to pull together as much of the historical data as we can, and uh, and look for those in early stage exploration programs. So initially, there rather than drilling, it would be geophysical sort of work programs? There will be both geophysical and geochemical work, uh, but we also have the option to implement uh, drilling um, at an early stage. And so that probably will be the second cab off the rank after we've done some work at Mount Munger. The uh, rare earths leg is uh, interesting. Would there be much of a focus on that initially, do you think? Look, the, the rare earths is uh, a bit of a, uh, an icing on the cake scenario. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's unexplained. Uh, we are waiting for the tenement that covers uh, the area of interest to be granted. So that's that's definitely going to be uh, uh, something that will dictate the, the timing out there. Uh, we think that it's something that's amenable to a fairly straightforward air core style of drilling program to test and evaluate the target. Uh, so uh, while it's not something that we can hit immediately, it uh, is certainly on our radar for uh, advancing uh, fairly on in our program, uh, early on in our program. Right, okay. And uh, best to check the uh, ownership of the you know, Mount Munger and the East Laverton projects. Uh, are they 100% to the company's account or are they JD partners? Or In, in fact, we've, we have a mixture. There are, there are a number of tenements where we have 100% uh, ownership or we have executed options to acquire 100% uh, of the tenement. Uh, subject to other conditions uh, at both Mount Munga and also at East Laverton, um, depending on the vendor. Uh, sometimes they were prospectors, sometimes they were other ASX-listed companies, um, and they, they have a variety of different conditions. But in most cases, we have the option to earn a large majority, if not 100% ownership of the tenements. 
Right. Okay. And uh, we talked. Uh, I talked earlier about the gold price punching through nineteen hundred dollars. Good time to be raising uh, money for uh, gold exploration, Junior. Absolutely. We we um, we're very aware of that fact, um, and we're very happy that uh, that sentiment is strong at the moment. We think that it will uh, definitely assist in terms of our capital raise. Right. Okay. So there we go, folks. Uh, an interesting new uh, IPO out there now, Mount Munga Resources. Great combination of, for want of a better term, traditional gold around Mount Munga and then this uh, interesting conceptual play in East Laverton. So with that, Lachlan, uh, thanks for your time today. All the best with it and we'll follow with interest. Thank you very much, Barry. It's been a pleasure to talk.